Hello, everyone. In today's episode, I'll be speaking on authority and how we can use questions to spur our growth and to figure out what to place our authority in. The foundation here is it's great to view yourself as a healthy skeptic and ask questions. You don't want to stray too far to an extreme. Don't question everything, but don't question nothing. Just have this balance of questioning with discernment, choosing when you recognize, well, is someone trying to deceive me or manipulate me right now? Um, a great way to identify manipulation is if they are giving you only one solution, that's a sign that they're hiding something. Let me say it one more time. If they give you one solution, that is a signal they may be hiding something. So when it comes to asking ourselves better questions, well, everything is founded upon your energy levels. Because if you are not covering the fundamentals, hydration, exercise, healthy nutrition, sleep, meditation, and avoiding the toxic, cancerous habits, subtle addictions that destroy your ability to focus. If you cover those fundamentals, you will inevitably find yourself asking questions because that is where the mind will lead you. That's where your consciousness will direct you. See, when you get your energy right, questions are inevitable. You will be curious. But the thing is, most humans are so autopilot distracted and numbing themselves constantly that they don't have the energy to ask any questions. And therefore, that is why we have the society that is quite unconscious currently. We have a world where many humans are lost and obese, disconnected from themselves. And what, what do I want to do? I want to help change that because a disconnected being is not a happy, healthy, confident. It's, it's not a being who enjoys life. It's a being who, who frames everything through a negative lens. And I, I don't wish that upon anyone. Um, in any being who, whose mind creates their suffering, which most of us, that's the case, my heart goes out to you. And I, I pray that we can help um, reduce your suffering by doing the inner work. Something so important is opening your mind. Well, what is the basis to doing so? You have to uh, identify, like, what is your state of mind right now? If you can be honest with yourself and um, understand that you're close-minded, that is a great thing. You don't fix something that you don't notice can be improved. So after you admit to yourself, well, I have some work to do, then you, you can start making some adjustments, taking time to reflect. See, when we do not take any time to question ourselves, to look at how we feel and why we feel the way we do, and think about the potential that maybe I could feel better. Maybe I don't need some drastic life change to start feeling a bit better. See, that's the trick right there, is understanding that 
your small everyday habits are what make up the majority of your life. So if you can focus on improving the small details in your day-to-day -day life right now, I promise, I promise that your life gets better. But please do not believe my promise. Test it for yourself and report back to me. Let me know if after a month, a day, an hour, of 45 minutes, five minutes of doing a healthy act makes you feel better. Try it, test it, let me know. A wonderful place to begin putting your authority is in your natural curiosities and interest. Um, ponder on why you're, you're interested in what you are. And for, for me, that's exactly what I'm doing right now, right here, is I am following where my natural interests lead me. And um, psychology is so open-ended. Um, who we are, what reality is, to me, those are deep and never, well, I wouldn't want to say there's no answer to the questions, but they are very deep questions. <laughs> they are questions that are interesting. So if you're unsure, if you don't know what you're interested in, how about this? Start with what you're not interested in. Identify what you don't like, who you don't want to become, what repulses you and disgusts you, um, and, and try to get to the root of why that's the case and understand that deeply and then you can kind of reverse engineer you'll be able to say oh well i have no interest in working in a cubicle so that leads me to the other end how am i going to make a living if i don't want to work in a cubicle you ask that question maybe you journal maybe you just sit and think about it on a walk um you'll get answers you will and maybe you just don't think about it. Maybe you identify what you don't want, and then you just start subtracting the things that you don't want. And then through that act of subtraction, what you do want comes out of the woodwork. That, that happens too. It is valuable to identify where you're placing authority and what things that you're placing authority in that are disconnecting you from yourself. Um, one of these areas would be attachments. And the ego is our image of self, how we construct our self-worth and the models that we view ourselves as. That would be a quick definition of the ego in my terms. And the ego loves to attach to people, objects, um, places, materials, thoughts, beliefs, styles of thinking. Um, attachment in general is one of the biggest reasons that human beings suffer. And if you can identify when you're placing authority in your ego and become aware of it, that's amazing because that's the first step. Once you realize, holy shit, I'm so attached to all of this bullshit. And then you can begin to unlearn, unlearn, unlearn. That is one of the most important things that any human can do because from, you know, our early ages, we are being programmed. Our subconscious mind is always listening. So here's a, just a little understanding. The conscious mind processes so much less 
than the subconscious mind. Um, it's like at an insane ratio. The subconscious mind is processing bits of information at a hundred times the amount. And to me, that's interesting. That's not to be overlooked because if all we're doing throughout our days is thinking with our conscious mind and the conscious mind is so much weaker than the subconscious, that means, well, hmm, if we can find a way to tap into the subconscious consistently and often, what are we doing? That, that means we are tapping into a hundred times our normal power. Now, now chew on that for a little bit. And so when it comes to placing authority in the wrong places, you want to place authority in your subconscious mind, in your intuitive feelings, not just here's a big differentiation that took me a while to understand. There's a difference between feelings that are strong coming from your intuitive gut, from your subconscious, and feelings that are coming from your ego, shallow feelings of attachment, anger, jealousy, um, spite. Those weaker, lower frequency feelings are going to put you in a negative energy. Those are feelings of the ego. Meanwhile, Ideas like compassion, putting yourself in someone else's shoes, treating others, treating yourself as if they're close friends, not just the attractive people, but the people who um, may not be your favorite, you still treat them like a close friend. That, those feelings, that's, that's strong goodness coming from the heart of your being. So there's a difference. And the clearer we can get on when our ego is operating and when our subconscious being, when we are simply present, flowing with the moment, place authority in the latter. Place authority in that which is good, loving, understanding, compassionate, and non-judgmental, not blaming, but taking responsibility for how one feels. See, that's important. To take responsibility for how you feel, to work through your feelings, to not blame other people for your feelings. Even if they did something, doesn't matter. You're feeling that way for a reason. It's your job to work through it. I know sometimes it's a hard pill to swallow, but this is ultimately amazing information that is going to increase the amount of peace you have in your life. So that's what it comes down to. Sometimes the hard things, the uncomfortable moments are exactly what we need. Very hard to notice that in the moment. But when you look back hindsight, how many tough situations have you gone through that have taught you lessons? I bet you that your tough situations taught you way more than your wins. That's just been my experience. Maybe I'm wrong, but um, if you relate, let me know what you think down below comments. Each human is looking through a lens, a perception, an angle, and due to our experiences, every perception is a bit different. And what is so valuable is to place a bit of authority in your own damn perception, in your abilities. And there's a fine line. So if you just believe in yourself, you do visualizations, affirmations all fucking day, and you don't take any action, you won't get results. But 
there is a place for visualization, affirmation, and positive thinking, positive um, setting yourself up for a good state. Um, what we want to do is balance practical action with deeper understandings. So this leads me to placing some authority in the creator, the universe. So for a moment, let's just brainstorm. Um, take a look at the oceans, the animals, the flowers, the trees, the seasons, the growth, the, the death. Um, the cycles, the systems, um, how the sun rises and, and goes away every single day consistently, the moon, um, the nature of reality in general. Just, just think about it. Kind of open up your mind to everything that goes on in this world. And then really, really ponder. Do you think that all of this was just a coincidence? Do you think that it, it just happened? Uh, I'm more leaning toward this idea that something created all this, something very, very intelligent. Um, another example are bodily organs. Um, so much is working, so much is working that we have no control over. So much is going on that we do not consciously control. Okay? Um, I, I hope you understand what I'm trying to express there. But the bottom line is, you have to have faith in something bigger than you. You do not do all of this yourself. No, no, no. But what you do, you do a lot of it yourself. So what am I getting at is balance. What I want to get you to understand is it's, it's not just you and your ego, and it's not just the universe, but it's this connection of mixing action with faith, um, changing your habits, changing the practical details in your day-to-day -day life, while having a belief that you, you are being guided, that everything will unfold the right way, and you stray too far to either of those extremes and you, you limit yourself. But if you remain open and you try your best to flow, to be present with each moment, to, to ground yourself in goodness, in positivity, in healthy actions, which correlate to um, the increased likelihood of healthy thoughts, you're onto something there. Clarity is absolutely priceless. And how do you get clarity? You start with the fundamentals, the fundamentals which I previously mentioned many times. <laughs> I'm a broken record at certain moments, but the fundamentals are the core. So what happens if you try to build a mansion on a sandy foundation? No, no, the mansion crumbles. But what happens if you build the biggest castle ever on a huge, sturdy foundation? You get something beautiful. So. The fundamentals in this situation are our sturdy foundation to becoming peaceful, successful, confident, um, just our most, becoming our most. That's a great concept to, to chew on because I don't know how great you can be. You don't know how great I could be. So let's find out, you know, fuck around and find out. It's a good meme. It really is. 
The only way that you learn is through trial and error. So you gotta mess around and find out. But building a clear mind should be one of your top priorities because, well, what are you with your whole life? It's the breath, the inhale and the exhale. And that is also the mind. You're always thinking. And something something further down this road, I don't know where you are in your development, but you're going to come to understand that thinking is a tool that we should be able to turn off. Thinking should not be done unconsciously all the time. You want to choose to be very aware of when you indulge in thought. So, this links back to the idea of most humans, most humans' minds are a fucking prison. What do I mean by that? Okay, 85% of your worries statistically never come true. So if only 15% of your fears occur, what's that mean? That means that a majority of the time, you are creating delusions of the future or the past in a negative lens or angle and therefore, you are creating your own suffering because only 15% of the time that stuff happens. Sometimes the past occurs and then we skew the past in a different lens and we replay a negative skew of reality in our minds. Oh my gosh, dude, psychology is just so deep and so intriguing. This life is a mind game. And when you can learn when to use the mind healthily and when to shut the mind off and just be present, you've unlocked, you've unlocked a cheat code, a treasure chest. You're doing something golden right there. We must overcome self-doubt. And there, there's a multiple amount of layers that affect your your self-image and one of the most important things that you can do to eliminate self-doubt is huh, what a coincidence you cover the fundamentals but after covering the fundamentals now you use this newfound energy to change your habits and when you change your habits you start to feel better and it all links together um, and, and with this increased energy, these healthy habits, it's a feedback loop. They create more energy. And then from there, you're going to lead yourself into asking quality questions. And see, one of the most important areas to question is, are you lying to yourself? Are you deceiving yourself? And th this is a hard um thing to contemplate because you're going to, you might realize that your worldview, your perception of reality is not accurate. You might understand, whoa, I've been creating a miserable feeling. Um, I've been living in a miserable mind um, voluntarily. Like you, you might figure out, holy shit, I, I don't need to stress and worry as much as I have been. And it's important to, to zoom out, to be able to reframe things. So it's a subtle difference. Like a negative situation is inevitable. Let's say that your girlfriend cheats on you. You know, that's a bit uncomfortable. That's upsetting. And 
You can choose to be a little baby and just dwell, complain, whine, and blame her. Or you could say, you know what? What could I learn from this? So if, if you know, I wouldn't say I've been cheated on, but I've been played before. You know, uh, the relationship, it was, it was both of us playing. So I asked for it. But when you have that happen to you, and you can say, okay, you know, I, I probably played a role in that. So what role did I play? Well, if I'm flirting with other girls, giving other women attention, constantly why why would um my partner not do the same you know what i mean you give what you get in this life so that's number one um what else could you learn from it maybe you weren't maintaining yourself enough to be the value that the the girl wants so Here's the reality. If you are not building yourself, if you don't have a mission that is uh, in increasing your value, not just materialistically, I'm talking deeper value, like your ability to understand, to be compassionate, to, to use your hands, to solve problems in all domains of experience. I'm talking deeper than just materialistic money in business. Those are, those are good aspects that will increase your value. But if you're so shallow that you only focus on business and money, you inevitably are going to feel miserable because all that does for you, you don't cover the psychological, physiological, and deeper understandings of energy and the true nature of reality. See, the, I, I'm tangenting a bit, but that's fine. I'm not, I don't need to be cohesive. Um, What's mind-blowing is that humans will focus on the wrong things. They will, will come to the end of their life realizing, holy shit, I never smelled the roses. I never learned how to be present in the moment. And see, as a kid, this is what we do. As a kid, you thought way less and you enjoyed way more. You know why? Because that's our nature. That's what we are at the core. But then we are programmed throughout the years and we have beliefs and models of reality installed, implemented into our minds. And then we never unlearn that. Well, unless you're very diligent. That's what I'm trying to help you do is unlearn society's programming so that you can install deeper understandings of how to be a fucking peaceful human. Because I, I don't think there's anything more important than learning how to enjoy the moments and that derives that enjoying the moments it is linked with peaceful being with just presence and and that's what i want for you that's what i'm working at so hard it's it's such a um fulfilling journey it really is to become more peaceful you, nobody can do it for you nobody can do it for you i can help you and you can help me but nobody can do it for you if you've been enjoying this video um i this is free content right here i'm just doing this for fun you know it's enjoyable i created a paid uh course a program a project whatever you want to label it 
but there is golden value in there, very detailed and actionable value that will allow you to cover the fundamentals. Talked about the fundamentals multiple times. You understand. You you build on a sturdy foundation. This project I finished will allow you to have that sturdy foundation. And then you can do whatever you're naturally interested in from that foundation. But without the foundation, odds are your, your house of cards will crumble. So I'll link it below. Consider checking it out. You know, that's all I ask. Maybe open that link and maybe take a look at what's inside. It might change your life. It might not. I leave that up to you. Details. What are your assignments from this video? The practical guidance I would give you is to ask better questions. So the practice that I'll give you is number one, put a journal and pen in a place that you know you'll use it. For me, my bedroom. I, I've been enjoying journaling before bed. It is nice to clarify your thoughts. But how do you journal? Like, what do I journal about? Well, number one, I would say if you're new to journaling, literally start with a one minute timer. Do one minute, okay? If you feel like you wanna do five, do five. Point is, do not set the bar so high that you never start. So one minute of journaling a day if you're new. Build up throughout time, listen to your feelings, but do it. And I'm not telling you to do it. It's, it's something like, I am telling you to do it, but I'm also, it, it's your life. If you want a better life, do it. If you don't, don't do it. <laughs> and so, so you frame the questions. This is how I'd like to journal is to ask a question and then to write about a question. Okay. So when you ask your question, when you're journaling, frame it positively. So here's a example. What do I need to improve? Not what's wrong with me. Okay. What's wrong with me is a horrible question. Do not ask that question. You'll get answers and then you'll feel horrible. What do I need to improve? It's the same thing, but it's positive. Okay. It's the same question, but it's positive. Remember that it's in the details, nuance, um, a good life, inner peace. It's in the details. Um, start with simple questions and, and build the complexity from there. So you could start with something very general. What do I need to improve? And then you could get a bit of details and then you could turn into, okay, how do I send more DMS per day? For me, getting one-on-one -on -one clients, that's something that I'm doing is sending a lot of direct messages because that's how you get leads and get calls. So you, you can start broad. That's usually what I do. Start very broad, figure out, okay, um, what am I focusing on here? And then detail the questions as you go. Um, and then what I want to leave you with is just, if you don't quit, you can't fail. So keep yourself aiming high and figure out what your reason, what your purpose is, tie it to something that's so powerful that you have no other option but to continue bettering yourself. Because a shallow reason is better than no reason, but a shallow reason will not keep you persevering through the inevitable storms. So if you can create a powerful, strong purpose, a vision, you, you won't quit because the alternative is way more painful. I'll say that one more time. 
if you can get clear on your alternative of following through on your vision and that alternative is so painful you won't quit okay so what's your alternative that's a good journaling question what's your alternative then here's one more question i'll leave you with do you have deep-rooted beliefs that you're attached to journal about that and hey i appreciate you guys i really do i value you and just that the people who are bettering themselves i send you my heart I, i'm proud of you we're in this together it's it's not an easy journey but it's a worthwhile path it, it's so important so i'll leave you here drop me a like if you have thoughts feedback i love to hear from you write me in the comments um if you have a great you know a friend who who is on this path who is bettering themselves who is focused on a vision share this with them they'll enjoy it and then lastly i offer one-on-one -on -one coaching i will drop a link in the description for a form if you are interested in seeing if we can work together fill that form out and i'll get back to you hope you have a great day let's get it